Today is the uh, final Sunday in our sermon series, uh, Soulful Beginnings, uh, where we are um, looking at the Psalms, uh, tending to matters of our soul in this new year. Um, today's Psalm is Psalm 84. Hear now the word of the Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, indeed it faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrows find a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young. At your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Happy are those who live in your house, ever singing your praise. Happy are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. The God of gods will be seen in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than live in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. He bestows favor and honor. No good thing does the Lord withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, happy is everyone who trusts in you. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's pray together. Almighty God, in whom we trust, we pray that we hear with clarity what it is that you would have for us to hear this day. And we pray that your preacher be nothing more than just a vessel, an instrument of your grace. It's in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. Like last week's Psalm 111, Psalm 84 is a psalm of praise. More specifically though, uh, Psalm 84 is a psalm of praise that is uh, professing the joy of worship in the temple. Uh, notice the psalmist makes a lot of references. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts, my soul longs for the courts of the Lord. Even the sparrow finds a home at your altars. Happy are those who live in your house. For one day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than live in the tents of wickedness. Yet, not only is uh, Psalm 84 a psalm of praise for worship in the temple, but it's also a psalm of praise for those pilgrimaging on their way 
to the temple. The psalmist says, happy are those in whose heart are the highways to Zion. That is, happy are those pilgrims whose heart are the highways to Zion, to Jerusalem, to the temple. As they go through the valley of Baca on their pilgrim way, they make it a place of springs. They go from strength to strength as they go to see the God of gods in Zion. It's a psalm of praise for the temple and for those on the way to the temple. You know, the the, the concept of of pilgrimage is one that most of us are not really all that familiar with, at least not in the way that it's being talked about here in the psalm. A few of us ever go on a pilgrimage that would lead us anywhere that is relatively afar, uh, especially without the use of high-speed transportation. Uh, However, in in the days of the temple, uh, the Hebrew uh, scriptures instruct the Jewish people to make a pilgrimage there to the temple three times per year. Three times per year to the temple no matter where you're coming from, you got to go. No matter how far away they reside, they must uh, make this journey. It is their obligation to God to make this journey three times per year. And psalms like uh, Psalm 84 may very well have been sung by those on their pilgrim way, on the highways to Zion and through the valley of Baca. They sing of the joy of worshiping God in the temple, not just when they get there, but on the way there as well. One commentator noted that uh, Psalm 84 contains wording uh, implying that the physical ascent out of the valleys and toward the temple is not only a physical ascent, but also a spiritual ascent. As they go up with their bodies, their spirits also rise. In this sense, the physical ascent is a means of grace. The journey is sacramental. What is sacrament? Augustine said that it is a visible sign of an invisible grace. So as they go, as they go to what is visible, they they become more aware, more in tune, more connected to what is always at work, yet not seen. As they go on this sacramental journey, the physical and the spiritual merge. Where do we go? 
Well, we go here. The place that we oftentimes remind you is not just the place. We call it church. Now there are several contrasts between the church and the temple. Big contrasts. That needs to be made perfectly clear. But church is where we go. Here. This is where we go. And we go for lots of reasons. We pilgrim here in all sorts of ways for all sorts of motives. We go to praise, to pray, to learn. Be loved. We go to fellowship, to find comfort, to find strength. We go to, to find joy and purpose, meaning. We go to be challenged. to profess, and to confess, to experience grace, to eat, to experience God and God's holiness. We go to be family. And we come here to go to the centerpiece for any family, to the table. We go to the table, a visual centerpiece that draws us further and further into the heart of God. sacramental table, a place we journey to with arms outstretched and hands held open to receive, to remember, to be remembered, an outward invisible sign of an inward and spiritual grace we go. We go here to the table and then out into the world. And then we do it again.
because that is what pilgrims do. As pilgrims, all going is to a destination daily and eternally that can only be found in God. Let's go. Let's go.